Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Hour number two of the show, live from the Akchin Community Studios. It's Wolf and Luke. Luke Lipinski is here. Tim Ring is in for Wolf, but Wolf has a pretty good reason. Wolf is in Mexico City, and Wolf is on the uh, Arizona Sports Line right now, joining us from Mexico City. Wolf, what's going on, buddy? What's up, boys? What's it? Uh, what's it like down there? Well, let's say I'm looking out the window right now. I'll go ahead and take a picture for you and tweet it out because I know you'll love that, Luke. I'll tweet it out. You can actually see there's a real haze over the city right now. I'm told it's not haze, though. I'm told it's smog. And it kind of looks that way. It is... It is building after building after building, and it's surrounded by this film. Very interesting. Yeah, Wolf, there was 103,000-plus at this game when the Cardinals played the Niners back in 2005. And I know for the most part, players probably don't care what the total attendance is of any given game. But when you play in one of the most largest attendance to ever witness an NFL game, as a player, that's got to be a pretty cool deal to walk out there and see 100,000-plus people. There's no doubt about it, Timmy. And the one thing you got to remember with Estadio Azteca, of course, is the fact it's got a moat around it. I don't know (laughs) if you guys really know that. It literally has a moat around it, and that's because of the soccer um, matches that they have in there. And we all know how crazy uh, soccer matches can get from time to time. There are hooligans, after all. So they've got a moat around it, and... It's incredible, man. Not only this massive wall surrounding it as well, but that moat. And then you walk onto the field, and um, people go nuts when kickers come out onto the field. They cheer. I'm talking about pregame warm-up where kickers are teeing the ball up and kicking it off, and they roar (laughs) every time the kicker kicks the ball off. Well, you know, in in pregame warmup, it's just it's one of the strangest sensations I've ever seen, ever been around. Yet that is one of my most vivid memories from 2005. Was just watching the absolute mind job of watching Neil Rackers kick the ball off, and they were cheering for him like he was Ricky Martin at an all-girls school, man. It was bad. And then he and then he had, I think he had six field goals in the game, which is like the perfect symphony. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, the fans had to be going bananas because they want those field goals more than the touchdowns, I think, Wolf. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no doubt about it, man. It's a different atmosphere, a different vibe, and I'm really looking forward to it, though, because... Um, it's electric. You can feel the buzz as you walk out onto the street here. Uh, Wolf, the news today, I don't think it was really a shock, but now it seems like it's a lot more official that Colt McCoy is going to start tonight. There's talk Kyler might not even play next week. I mean, I think they're going to wait and see, obviously, but that talk is out there. But specifically for tonight, Colt McCoy did everything you could possibly ask of him last week. The 49ers are a different animal, and the, the book usually on backup quarterbacks is it starts to get harder the more they play. Where's your confidence level in him being able to pull off something similar in a second week, or does he have to attack it differently this week? 
Yeah, I think they're definitely going to have to attack it a little bit differently right now. I think the 49ers know, okay, you're going to try to get it out quickly. That's what you're going to do. You're going to try to get it out quickly. Uh, I'm sure at some point in time they're going to go ahead and adjust their secondary. They're going to play a lot tighter, I would imagine, right from the very beginning. Um, also might actually bring a little bit of pressure. Typically, this is not a big pressure team. Uh, they're they're going to rush four and drop seven for the most part. Maybe they start with a few five-man pressures just to kind of change it up, getting ahead of Colt McCoy. Um, I can tell you right now, guys, that the confidence level in Colt McCoy from his teammates, um, sky high. I kid you not. It's amazing to watch them. Uh, we saw a little bit of it on Hard Knocks, some of the DBs, of course, talking about Colt McCoy and the fact that he's getting the ball out on time. This is a team that has supreme confidence in Colt. And I know that Colt McCoy, here's a guy who's 36 years old, He's been around for a long, long time. He's seen it all, boys. He knows exactly what to expect tonight. Um, my only question is, will they physically be able to protect Colt McCoy? That is the only question that I have right now. But in terms of confidence going forward, I know his teammates have supreme confidence in Colt McCoy. And I think San Francisco gets a game tonight because of it. I tell you, I was so impressed. It was just a snippet from Hard Knocks, but Colt McCoy's leadership in the quarterback room, Wolf, you know, listen, Cam, yeah. Cam Turner was in there, the quarterback coach, and listen, it's clever editing, perhaps, maybe Cam Turner gave a great 15-minute speech before, but then they didn't use it, but boy, Wolf, if you watch that clip, and somebody has said, who's the quarterback coach? You'd probably answer yeah, McCoy right. after a while. So, yeah. so what this guy's bringing to the table, not only in steady play, but I also think, you know, the schematic mind that comes with playing for a hundred years in this league was on full display. And I think Colton Cliff came up with the perfect game plan against the Rams. But I agree with you. They, the, the 49ers now have that on film. They're going to be ready for it. So how does Cliff and Colt, what do they do tonight? to overcome perhaps that from a game plan schematic standpoint. Yeah, boy, that is no to me. That is the question you've got to ask right now. How do the Arizona Cardinals win this game? It is it is abandon all hope. Ye who enter here, Dante's Inferno to me when I look at the 49ers because their rush defense is so good, guys, and that's where it starts because you would say, well, Colt McCoy's got to be in a balanced offense, right? He's got to be in a balanced offense. you got to be able to run the ball, and I think he does. I think he does need to be in that balanced offense. The problem is you're talking about a 49ers front seven that is as good as it gets in the National Football League, and it's led by Nick Bosa, of course, and Fred Warner, a Mike Backer inside. Eric Armstead is going to be out. That's good for the Arizona Cardinals because he's an excellent interior defensive lineman, a very good run stopper at this point in his career, but that box is so good, they shut you down, number one, in yards per attempt allowed, and number one, in yards per game allowed. You put those two things together, those rushing yards per game and attempt, man, and then you watch the tape, and you can see it. This is a lockdown shutdown front seven, and 
that means it's going to be difficult to stay balanced and commit to the run unless your defense actually steps up and plays. You hear it all the time, complimentary football. As long as you're talking about complimentary football on the strategic end of it and not, not the tactical end of it where a player is like, oh, now I'm going to play hard because, you know what, um, we just turned you over. You know, I, don't get me started on that nonsense, but I can tell you that um, – They've got to get the ball out quickly, and at the same time, they got to take shots down the field. I think the 49ers are going to come up. I think they're going to press a lot more than what we saw the week before, but the 49ers can rush for and get pressure in your face, man. That is the biggest difference between them and any other team the Cardinals are going to face. This is the best pass rush, number three in sacks per attempt on the season so far. They get after a quarterback and they don't have to bring five or more. They rush four. They drop seven. And it's just, man, Colt McCoy in the receiving room is going to have to be at their best if, in fact, the Cardinals are going to walk out of here with a win. All right, Wolf's going to stick around. We're going to do another segment with him when we come back Get his thoughts on tonight's game between the Cardinals and 49ers, what he wants to see from Big Red on Monday Night Football. It's Wolf and Luke. Tim Ring filling in for Wolf on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Right, it's Wolf and Luke, Tim Ring in for Wolf. Wolf, of course, in Mexico for the game tonight, and he's joining us right here on the Arizona Sports Line. Wolf, we you know we talked about the the difference with Colt McCoy in there. Um, some of the injury updates that seem to be trickling out are that we are probably not going to see Hollywood Brown, but we probably are going to see DeAndre Hopkins. So I guess let's start there. How? <sighs> How are you going to move the ball through the air if you still don't have Hollywood Brown and now you don't have Zach Ertz? Yeah, no, that's a great question, Luke. It really is. Um, I'm so disappointed. Uh, you know, Hollywood Brown, we saw him earlier in the week. Um, he looked like he was moving so well in individual drills. I don't know if he tweaked um that foot at all uh, this week. I haven't heard anything down here. I can tell you that it doesn't look good for Hollywood. I haven't gotten any definitive comment or word from anybody here that he's not going to play, um, but it doesn't look good. That much I can confirm. D-Hop, I think, is going to go, as you said. And also, too, I wouldn't be shocked to see Max Williams activated. I don't know if word has come out on that. I wouldn't be surprised if that were to happen. He got activated off of IR and brought up, of course, from the practice squad um, to the active roster. I would expect to see that happen. That definitely will help. Um, 11 personnel is going to be big in this game. One back, one tight end, three wide receivers. Hollywood would have been nice. Hopefully they can get something out of Robbie Anderson. It's been um, a big disappointment to me personally. I thought that Robbie Anderson was definitely going to make a bigger impact on this offense. Hopefully he could step up um, tonight with Rondell Moore, of course, and D-Hop, and then have 
Max Williams and James Conner um, as your tight end and running back respectfully and Colt McCoy as your quarterback. Um, they're going to need to play out of their minds. Uh, they need to stay balanced, as I said, in the last beautiful part of the program. But um, they also need to throw the ball and they need to take shots down the field. The 49ers from time to time have been susceptible to shots down the field. Um, although they have what I think is a solid secondary, their pass rush is what makes their DBs a lot better when you watch it on tape. So um, the injury situation is its so difficult for me because, once again, they're going to be starting four backups on the offensive line, and Calvin Beecham will be the fifth, of course, and he's been the starter all along. But, man, Josh Jones one-on-one against Bosa, guys, um, that's scary. <laughs> well, throw it quick again, Colt. Maybe hit him with some screens too, Wolf, especially if they're sending pressure, as you talked about in the previous segment. Uh, and, and Timmy, you're right about that. I mean, there's things you can do yep. to try to combat that, but you know, do you think they've seen that before, right? Do you think do you think their defense ha- has seen people try to do that to them before? Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And you, you're you're going to have to try to disguise what you're going to do, of course. But man, it it just doesn't look like a great matchup for the Arizona Cardinals when you look at that defense and you. Look at the injury situation and how the Cardinals have been playing offensively. It's not a great matchup. Well, winning the turnover battle would go a long way. In fact, people remember that Colt McCoy win in Santa Clara over this 49ers team. The Cardinals won that game 31-17. And we remember Eno running over people and James Conner taking screen passes with one hand. But remember, Wolf, the 49ers had some really inopportune turnovers in that game. And if the Cardinals could force a few or the 49ers could just make a few on their own without being forced, that could go a long way into tipping this game in the Cardinals' favor tonight. Yeah, no, it's a great point. It really is. Um, it always is, isn't it? It is the great equalizer, yes. man. When you can get more turnovers, of course, create more takeaways, and then your opponent, it's just absolutely huge. So, yeah, a lot is going to depend on that. I actually had three keys. Luke, you know how big I am on three. Got to have three. And keys, of course, the line of scrimmage. Um, you, you, you have to be able to hold up on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the This is one of the more physical teams in the National Football League. They're going to come out and they're going to try to kick the tires, so to speak, of the Arizona Cardinals' rush defense and their ability to dominate the line of scrimmage defensively as well. That's number one. Number two, the Cardinals cannot beat themselves. They can't. Uh, The turnovers, you mentioned it to me right there, but uh, mental errors, miscommunication, penalties, especially of the pre-snap nature, uh, burning timeouts, they can't cannot have these types of mistakes happening in the game. And number three, um, their defense has got to find a way to limit Christian McCaffrey, just like they did when they played, I believe it was October 2nd, why that number stands out in my mind, but when they played the Panthers October 2nd, they did a great job limiting his touches and limiting the damage he did. He did have nine receptions for 81 yards, but they kept him to only 27 yards rushing. They got to do the same thing here because 
it all starts with him. I know you got Debo Samuel. I know you got George Kittle. I know you got Brandon Ayuk, who is having an excellent season. And Jimmy G, of course, we all know that. But it all starts with CMC and stopping him. Wolf, uh, on that line of, of trying to stop Christian McCaffrey, it's weird because you've played him once this season, but he was on a different team. You're probably going to see him right. three times this year. How much can you take from that first game if you're the Cardinals and you're Vance Joseph? Because it's the same guy, but it's obviously a very different team. Yeah, no, you you can't take a lot, Luke, because now all of a sudden you got to stick him into Kyle Shanahan's offense. So it's a completely different offense. Uh, for the most part, they are going to try to attack the line of scrimmage. And with Jimmy G as their quarterback, use play action to throw the ball. That's going to be big right there, bigger than it was against the Carolina Panthers. But um, listen, it's a, it's a situation where a, a player, a defender, a DB, a linebacker, they can take that first game and how Christian McCaffrey ran the ball and some of the moves they may have put on these defenders or some of the runovers that Christian McCaffrey may have tried against them, they can take personal encounters with Christian McCaffrey from that first game. They can take that and use that because that typically is who he is, but schematically, they just can't transfer much over. Uh, I'm assuming desperation here tonight, Wolf. I I felt like the Cardinals had that against the Rams. I'm assuming this will be an ugly game if the Cardinals win. I mean, you'll take it, but are are you looking for that sort of desperation? (laughs) Ugly would be good. Let's hope it's ugly, Luke. (laughs) Ugly wins better than a pretty loss. That's 100% true. You got that right. I'm just saying um, that's what I think they need to do. Uh, I think somehow, someway the Cardinals' defense has got to play out of their mind so that it's a one-score game, a one-score possession back and forth throughout the entire game where Cliff and company can stick to trying to run the ball. Yeah, I, I realize a lot of it is going to be sacrificial running into the line of scrimmage, running into the strength of a 49ers defense, but it's got to be used in order to help Colt McCoy throw the ball and use play action to throw the ball. It's got to be used. So, if you're if you get down by two possessions, especially if it's in the second half at all, even early in the second half, and you get down by a couple of possessions, now you can't sacrificially run into the line of scrimmage. So defense and special teams will hold the key tonight. They've got to make it ugly on the 49ers somehow, some way. Not allow them to score. Turn them over and get them into third and obvious pass situations where you can bring some complex pressure packages and blitz packages. Or Otherwise, I just don't see um, this game being a win. Wolf, we are looking forward to the ugliness, man. Thank you for the time. Okay, boys. Have a great day. Talk to you in a little bit again, everybody. Yep, Yep. thanks, Tim.